Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. I am Josh Klein, managing editor of said Riot Report. And somewhere out there in the cosmos is my co-host, Zach Luttrell, but you will not be hearing his dulcet tones uh, today. Coming off the 2018 NFL Draft, which was this past weekend, Carolina Panthers came out with a wide receiver. They addressed some of their secondary issues. They addressed some of their depth issues. And one of the things that they added was they actually added two linebackers. Now, linebacking core getting older. Thomas Davis is going to be suspended for the first four games of next season. In addition to that, he is also going to, uh, he said that he was going to retire after next year. Maybe he hinted that he's not going to, so we'll see whether that's going to happen. But Either way, the the Panthers' defense is definitely getting older, so they were trying to add some depth uh, and some youth at that position. And I had a chance to speak over the phone with uh, two of those linebackers, Jermaine Carter Jr., uh, the fifth-round pick coming from Maryland, and Andre Smith, the seventh-round selection coming from the University of North Carolina. Tar Heels! And... uh, both of them, great guys, very excited for them to be on the field and uh, very talented players. And uh, I'm going to let you hear from them. First up, we are going to have uh, Andre Smith, who's going to be talking to you guys about um, everything. He missed his almost his entire junior year with a torn meniscus and just what his journey has been like. And then we talked a little bit about some silliness uh, he used to play the tuba, and he was telling me that he could have gotten a, a tuba scholarship. And, you know, he's just a great guy, a uh, really good listen. And then after that, you'll hear my dulcet tones again, and then we will talk to Jermaine Carter, Jr., linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. Anyway, coming up right now, Andre Smith, linebacker. <laughs> Andre, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I was hoping you could... Um, kind of walk us through like your feelings of the last 48 hours. Like obviously Saturday was a huge day, but now that you've had a chance to kind of step back from it, what are your feelings about being, being a Carolina Panther? Um, I mean, when it first initially happened, I was, you know, extremely excited, extremely grateful, you know, to be selected in the, in the 2018 NFL draft by the, by the Panthers. I mean, it was just, you know, so surreal and, you know, literally my dreams came true on that day. And, I mean, I can't be more thankful. And so since then, you know, my phone has chilled out. I'm not, you know, my phone was kind of blown up for the past two days. But it's chilled out now. And um, now I'm just kind of back to what I was doing before, just training and lifting, working out, and, you know, getting ready for minicamp. That's really it. And you were saying uh, a couple minutes ago that you hadn't been on a football field, um, you know, for a real game in a while uh, since you're basically week two of of your junior season. Um, you know, when you when you hurt your knee, can you kind of just talk us to t- tell us a little bit about what happened? You play, you hurt it in the first half, and you played to finish out the game. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it in the first half of the, the Louisville game, and I mean, I didn't think anything was anything serious. Yeah, I kept on playing, finished the game, and then, you know, that night, it was very painful. I had a lot of things going on, actually. I had, I had the knee, my groin felt terrible, I had a couple of bruises. So, 
made our third time in the group. And when he told me the news, it was just, it was very shocking to me. And, uh, yeah, it really caught me off guard. And that's, you know, it seems like playing through injuries is kind of your your thing because you were, you were hurt sophomore year too, right? You, uh, you were kind of working your way through, a, was it a torn pec? Yes. Uh, my sophomore year, 2016, I tore my pec. And so that spring, I missed that spring and came back uh, during training camp. And, I mean, I still had some issues with it, but, you know, I had to, I had to play and make it work. Yeah. So, Still had 113 tackles. Yeah, so that's why in my during the season, my sophomore year, I was wearing like that black harness, my left arm. So basically, when I when I took that, that's when it kind of just started feeling good and wasn't bothering me so much more anymore. I mean, about midway through, 113 tackles uh, with with one arm is pretty pretty impressive. Um, you know, do you? You feel like if you hadn't hurt yourself, like if you'd have been able to play out your whole junior season, do you think you might have been like a like a first round pick or something like that? Um, I don't know about a first round pick just because my height and everything. Um, but I do think I could have been um, in the top three rounds. So I'm not going to rule out the first round, but I definitely think uh, rounds one, two, three would have been uh, where I would have landed. But it doesn't even matter at this point. I'm in the league now, so. Yeah, now now you Everybody. get your chance to to make your mark. Absolutely. So I get my opportunity just like the rest of the guys, and it's time to make the most of it. So what, when you get on the field, like, what, where do you like playing from a linebacker slot? Obviously there's, you know, Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis, Shaq Thompson are, on, are obviously on the team as well already, but – do you like playing in the middle? Do you like the Sam, the Mike, the Will? Um, well, I mean, throughout high school, I played like a Sam. So I, I never really played anything except for Sam in high school. So I, I, I enjoyed that. But then when I came to Carolina, they moved me to Mike. And so I really, I really like that too as well. You know, being able to, you know, not just be on one side of the ball, being able to go both directions and, being able to, you know, be the be the vocal leader of the defense, you know, basically being a quarterback of the defense, you know, as the mic, you know, that's what you what you have to do. So I really enjoy that aspect of it. But when you're playing linebacker, it's playing linebacker, right? And and it, you know, certain positions of that do require some different type of uh, abilities. But I feel like I can do all three positions. But I, if I had to pick one. I would definitely take the mic. Um, yeah, and do you, you know, calling out plays and kind of having that, that mental battle with the quarterback, um, is, is that something that you feel like you excel at? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, um, you know, high school when, not high school, in college, you know, coordinator will obviously get to play and then we get out there and if they came out of something that we didn't like, so we'll have a third play. And it was like, Dre, if they came out, and this formation against this play, you got to make the check. You got to get everybody on the same page. So that was something that, you know, I did. I did it. And, and I'm sure playing teams do it in the NFL. So I think it's something that I can do. Is that something that you're kind of excited to learn from a guy like Luke Keekley? Oh, yeah, because he's definitely the best in the business at it. I mean, you can you literally just, if you watch him mic'd up or, you know, just any of his highlights, you see he's constantly communicating. 
constantly just and you, you know I was obviously probably one of the smartest linebackers in the league. His film study is, is amazing. He he just is just so smart and so quick and instinctive that just everything he does is just it's just amazing. So it obviously comes from his film study, his smarts and so he's just out there, you know, going back and forth with with the quarterback, making the check. And I think his, like, what they do in the NFL is just on a completely different level of what we do in college. So definitely being able to learn from him will absolutely help me out. It's interesting that you say that because I, I, I'm always interested about how to make that transition from college to the NFL and how, you know, like, it. Uh, some people say that it's almost like a completely different game. You kind of have to relearn it a little bit. Do you feel that way? Um, No, not really. I would say that, I've honestly heard that with NFL offenses, from what I've heard, I've heard that NFL offenses are not easier, but more um, simple, to say the least. Uh, Because with colleges, colleges do a lot of, like, jet sweeps, unbalanced formations, read options like, you know, Lamar Jackson-type deals. You know, you just don't see, you know, Lamar Jackson in the NFL. So we, you could have running quarterbacks week in and week out in, in college. You know, they do a whole bunch of shifting and, oh, especially playing Pitt. Oh, that was the worst. Pitt, they're all constantly changing their formation uh, during the game, during the play, and doing just different things to just, just throw the defense off whack. I don't think it's much of that in the NFL. Um, but I do think it's, it's more intellectually harder. In the NFL, because everyone is just so smart, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, you mentioned Lamar Jackson, and you know Carolina plays him, plays Baltimore this year, so you might have to actually play him this season. Oh, that would be really cool. I'll be, I'm excited to get out there. I'll be excited to play anybody, but definitely play him. He's a great player. Was one of your you had 11 tackles against Louisville? Was one of those uh, on Lamar? Yeah, I think I got uh, maybe two or three on Lamar. Nice. Uh, so I have to ask you, you have two different nicknames, 56 Nightmares and 10 Toes Down. Um, where, where do those come from? Well, when I was a uh, freshman, I first came into Carolina, they were like, pick, pick, you know, trying to figure out what number I wanted. So they were like, pick numbers. I picked 9 and 13, and they were like, okay, pick like a linebacker number. And so I was like, well, I knew so I had the number 52. So I just picked 56. Lo and behold, they gave me number 56. And I didn't really, I wasn't a big fan of the number. You know, while you're in college, you can wear single digits and low numbers, the pool and everything. So having the, the, the larger number of 56 just wasn't what I was initially trying to do. But uh, in order to just add a little swag to it, um, Future and DJ Esco, they had, a mixtape out at the time called 56 Nights. Uh, 56 Nights. I think it's just called 56 Nights. Okay. By DJ Um. So, yeah, that's just how I added a little, just a little, little swag to, to the number. And then I did the same thing with Tim Toes Down, just to keep it going. But Tim was already cool enough, not, so I was fine with that. So that was what you wanted was 10. So you want, you started with 56. Yeah. When did you change? Was it junior year you switched over? My sophomore year. Sophomore year. So what number are you going to wear uh, at Carolina? Do you know yet? Uh, 
I think 10's they already gave me, taken. They gave me 57. Oh, 57. Okay. That's, that's a good yeah, one. They, they gave me 57. So they said, once I meet team and everything, then, then I can change it if I want to, but they gave me 57 for now. Okay. You have a, you're going to have to come up with a cool nickname for 57. Or Cam will for I you. I might have to. I might have to. Or if nobody has 56, I'll definitely move back to that 56 and go back to being 56 Nightmare. Yeah, that's 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 a good uh, that's definitely a good nickname. Now I gotta ask you because I went to Carolina too. I got some I got some Carolina specific questions for you. Um, okay. Which, which jerseys you like better, the the white, the blue, or the black? When we wore all white, I felt I felt like that was the iciest. So I like I liked all white, but I never got to play in the navy blue. But I feel like the navy blue was cool too. Yeah, they they definitely are. Who's your favorite uh, Carolina basketball player? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody says Jordan, so that's not a good answer. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not going to say Jordan or Vince, because you know those are obviously two standouts. Um, honestly, I'm a big fan of Joe Barry. I like, you know, he's from Florida too, so, um, and I went to school with him, had a couple classes with him. I'm a good guy, and, and I think he's a heck of a ball player, so I'm going to say Joe Barry. Yeah, I'd imagine that. I also like Bryce Johnson. Bryce Johnson was real good too. Oh yeah, Bryce was Bryce was definitely good. I'm 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 an old man, so I was there uh, when like Ed Cota was there, Sean May, Ray Felton. Oh. That was that was my time. <laughs> that don't that tell don't tell me how old you were during those years because that's gonna make me feel bad. Um, but uh, yeah, I, what do you what do you like to do when you're like free time when you're not training when you're not playing football? Um, really like video games video game guy. Uh, I like to cook a little bit. Um, you like to really cook? Just relax. Usually, I have to go do something somewhere or something my mom wants me to go help her run errands. But uh, I, I used to play an instrument in middle school, so I do I do like music a lot. What, me, what yeah, instrument did you play in middle school? Huh? What instrument did you play? Well, it's a little bit story behind it. So when I was in middle school, my mom said, there's more to life than football. So she sent me to um, La Villa School of the Arts in Jacksonville. And I was in the band. That was my art uh, major. And I was in the band and I played the tuba. <laughs> so, Do you think you can still play the tuba right the now? Oh, yeah. I could, I, could do, I could still do a little something. Okay. So but I, definitely, I do want to pick it back up one of these days and... You have to uh, join that Panthers band because uh, Christian McCaffrey plays piano, Fozzie likes to sing. There's 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 some there's some music in that locker room for sure. Really, I don't know that. Oh yeah, between between yeah, video my games mom and, me to play the and music. Song, but that didn't work out, so <laughs> I just went with the tuba. And I was actually, I think I could have honestly went to college for it, but that's no here the. Do you think you could have gotten a you could have gone to Carolina on a tuba scholarship instead of football? Oh, I don't I don't know about Carolina. Um, I know because once you go to we should go to the La Villa School of Arts. There's the art school, a high school that you have to audition for. I know I would have gotten there, and then usually, you know, they have they put out a lot of people in the colleges where they you know go and do their music there. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like big music schools. I mean, it's pretty much a lot out there. I wouldn't say that I was on the level of, you know, Juilliard in New York. I wasn't that good. That, that, that's crazy. But I definitely think I could have been on the 
like a you know like a, a Florida Florida State um, UCF type deal. Sure, you could have done the the marching band instead of football. Oh no, I didn't want to be in a marching band. No, I was I was um in the symphonic band, so sit down, you know, playing classical music. Oh, so you like classical music? Yeah, that's what, that's what we were playing. But do you like to listen to classical music? I mean, I'm not going to turn it on, but if it is playing, then my musical ear catches it, and then, and I I can actually listen to it. Okay, if you were playing baseball, like what song? would you come out to, would be like your walk-up music for your at-bat? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Oh. Now, do you get to update your walk-out song, or you just got to stick with it? Um, you can so update. I, so, like, what, what would you pick? Like new or old. If you were, like, if, if it was, if you made the majors tomorrow, and you were going to, and you were going up to bat. That's a good one. That 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 would be uh, that would get the crowd hype. That's all you really want to do with your walk-up song. Yeah, you just gotta get the crowd hype. You gotta get them going. Exactly. All right, Andre. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we look forward to seeing you at mini camp um, and then training camp in August. And uh, anything you want to tell the the fans of the Roaring Riot? Um, well, I just want to say thank you for welcoming me in. Um, you know, obviously I'm from Carolina, but. A lot of love from Carolina. I have a lot of love from Carolina. This is the state of North Carolina. And, you know, we're going to try and win that Super Bowl this year and keep pounding, baby. Joining us now, a new linebacker for the Carolina Panthers, fifth-round pick, Jermaine Carter, Jr. Now, uh, Jermaine, um, the junior, that is obviously your dad's name. Do you... Are you going to wear a jersey that says Carter Jr., or does it usually just say Carter on the back? Uh, that's the plan for my jersey to say Carter Jr. That's what I identify as. You know, like you said, my, my father is Jermaine Carter, Jermaine Carter Sr., so I want to be identified as Jermaine Carter Jr. Nice. And uh, one of the things I noticed and uh, kind of the fan base noticed pretty quickly is that you wore the same number as your, uh, as your past and future teammate, DJ Moore, in college. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, who was the real? Who was the real number one? Uh, well, we both were, were a good player. He was a good player offensively, and I was a good player defensively. So I don't want to say that I was the real number one, or he's the real number one. So I just, like, like I said, we both were, we both were number one. We both were held to a high expectation, and I think we, I think we did a good job of uh, fulfilling those expectations. Now, were you guys ever on the field at the same time? Did he play special teams? I know you played a lot of special teams. Uh, it's funny because we uh we did end up on the field at the same time one time. We both were on uh hands team or it was either hands team or uh onside kick and he had to he had to switch his number and he had to wear a fake jersey so that that would be the one time that, that happened so Oh, that's hilarious. So he had to defer to you, so you were the real number one. That's the real answer. No, what, what, no, what, what happened was he was already on the field. I me, mean, I was already on the field, so he had to, he, had, he was on the sideline, so he had to make the, the jersey number change, and I was able to keep the number one. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. How do you picture yourself in the NFL? Do you picture, like, an outside linebacker, inside linebacker? 
what do you think you're going to be doing when you transition to to the to the league? Well, I can I can play both Michael and Will. So I mean, I'm just uh, I like to learn the whole system, know what everybody on the field is doing, so I can be versatile as possible. So I don't want to be just stuck at one position. If, if they need me as the mic, I can play Mike. If they need me as the Will, I'll, I'll be able to play Will. So I like to learn everything about the defense. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you know, so on the roster, you're you're listed at six foot two thirty, and then at pro day, you were six one two twenty two. Is uh is two twenty two closer to the weight that you're that like your real playing weight? Uh, my real playing weight is more closer to two thirty, but I was just I was just a little light on my pro day, so I can be able to move around and be a little look a little better. But you know, on the field, I, I play more closer to two thirty. And uh, that, I had read that you had talked to Stefan Diggs. He was helping you with your nutrition. Can you tell us a little bit yeah. about that? Well, uh, throughout my uh, college career, my first three years, I played um, I played at 238. So I played at a heavier weight. So I was used to playing heavier. But, you know, I, I did a little talking with Stefan. And when he first got to the league and I asked him about how guys like treated their body in the league and what what type of things they ate and he just said and one of the things that he said was that you wouldn't put regular gas in the Ferrari so you know I, it's just make sure you're putting the right things in your body if you want to perform at the highest level. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I feel like that happens to a lot of uh, to a lot of rookies when they come into the league. They they see kind of this buffet and you know anything they can anything they want to eat they can and uh, so it sounds like you kind of have a jump start on that. Right, right. Yeah. Um, it, do you think that your playing style changed at all when you when you kind of dropped some of that weight? I don't think my playing style really changed much. It's just that I was I played a little bit faster. I moved outside of the box a little bit more for my last year. I didn't play Mike my last year, so I played the uh, weak side linebacker, and I was uh, expected to do a little bit more in coverage and stuff like that. So. It just helped me move move better, and I felt a lot faster at, at a lower weight. Do you like uh, do you like playing in coverage or, or coming up and trying to stop the run? Like, which one is your kind of? Uh, do you well, prefer? I, I like to be well rounded. I like to to balance have my, have a balanced game so I can be on the field for all three down. And then for special teams too, right? Because you were kind of a special teams ace uh, early in your college career. Yeah, my earlier in my college career, I played a lot of kickoffs, and I probably led the team in kickoff tackles in both years that I started on kickoff. So I took a lot of pride. I take a lot of pride in everything I do. But if I'm on the field, I'm gonna give my all. Well, what about off the field? What What do you like to do when you're when you're not playing football? Well, in my free time, I just hang out with my girlfriend and my dog. You know, I play a lot of video games and just just chill and relax and. I'm 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 not a guy who's just going to be out partying and doing a lot of stuff like that. So I'm, I I watch a lot of football off the field also, and I like to study a lot of film. Are you uh, are you an NFL guy or a college guy when you're watching? Uh, well, like during the off season, while while I was in college, I would study a lot of a lot of NFL films just to see how NFL linebackers play, how they would take on blocks, and how they would separate from blocks and, and things and coverage and like that. You know, I would watch a lot of NFL film in the off season, but during the season, I'm more so focused on watching my opponent and self self. So I was trying to see what I need to work on and stuff like that. So, like, who do you who do you kind of look up to in the NFL from a from a linebacker perspective? 
During the season, I watched a lot of um, a, a guy like Zach Brown. You know, I feel like he has a, a similar playing style to how I played myself, you know. So I watched a lot of him. I watched a lot of Bobby Wagner. He's a smaller, smaller, faster guy. You know, he's not he's not six or, or nothing like that. He's six foot, so he's kind of like myself. So I like to watch guys that are kind of similar to myself. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, you said you like video games, too. Are you, you like Madden or 2K or... What do you like to do? Well, well, I play Madden and 2K. Those are my the two main games that I play. So I'm, I, I think I'm pretty good at both. Uh, what? Who's your team in Madden? Uh, my team in Madden, uh, right? So it has to be the Panthers now. But I like I. So that's the team I'm on. So that's the team I'm going to play with going forward. What do you think your rating will be? Uh, what in Madden 19? Will it be 19 or 18? 18, right? It would be, it would be 19. Okay. Uh, oh, I mean, it's, going, it's probably not going to be as high as I want it to be, but my goal is to get it as high as possible. What do you think would be the highest, like, uh, like the highest stat, like tackling, like hitting, awareness? Uh, my highest rating would probably be hit power. Oh, hit power? Yeah. Yeah. What's the biggest hit? Is there, like, one that you, that stands out to you at Maryland? Well, I've had a lot of big hits throughout my whole career. Yeah? Any, no no yeah. one in particular? Uh, well, I had a big hit against Indiana where I kind of hit the guy and I kind of picked him up and I slammed him. So that would probably be one of my favorite ones. Nice. Did you uh, did you ever get matched up against DJ in practice? Uh, yeah, we, we matched up a lot of times. You know, he, he won some and I won some. Oh, he wants something. So, you're, so you're not. You're you're very diplomatic. Like you really don't want to say that you beat that you were able to take DJ in, in coverage. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm I'm an honest guy. <laughs> so he never. So he never blew by you or anything during practice. Uh, he he's probably blown by me, but I, like I said, he's won his fair share, and I've won my fair share. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, are you looking forward to coming up, to Charlotte? I know mini camp is next week. Yep. Awesome. Uh, we're excited to have you, and uh, and thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. I really appreciate it. Thanks for reaching out. All right. Thanks, Jermaine. Bye-bye.